Welcome to Learned Leg, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 27 for me, and season 23 for Amanda. And this is day 12 of season 95. Our first question asks for the world's oldest active sports car endurance racing event, uh, first held in 1923, and asks for the city that it's held in. And it was organized by a very French-sounding club. Right. Uh, So I figured probably this is going to be Le Mans, which is a 24-hour race that just goes around a, I don't know how long the course is, in the city of Le Mans, Mm. just over and over again, and whoever can get the farthest wins in that 24 hours. Mm. Uh, So uh, without anything else, this was another one of those, I don't know this, but if it's not this, I definitely don't know it. (laughs) So... We'll go with Le Mans. So this one, um, my brain just sort of automatically jumped to the Dakar rally, um, which is Dakar is, of course, in Senegal. And I think that, you know, French was the colonial language there, which, uh, um, you know, seemed to click for me as well. Um, Dakar is the thing that used to be it used to appear in, I want to say, like Subaru ads. They talked about how their cars were, you know, built tough enough or whatever to be, mm. to, to go through the trials of the Dakar rally. And um, so that's the one that's salient in my mind. Um, and so long story short, that's what I put down. I, I really was pretty confident about this one. I feel like the Dakar rally is either to or from Dakar. Yeah. To somewhere else. Probably. So, and where, whereas the, the question asks uh, for the city in which yes, the you, race is run. Yes, you can yeah. explain why I'm very much no, wrong. Said, so <laughs> please continue. But if, if, I, if I'd thought of that, <laughs> if I'd thought of Dakar, uh, I, w- I would have dismissed it for that reason. Mm. And because the answer was, in fact, Le Mans. Right. Yeah, I just didn't even mm. bother to question it. Fair. And I mean, when you say something's held in that city, like... I was, it, if that's your rally point, well, then that's where the event is held. I mean, that's, I, I figured that was not, you know, disqualifying mm. if some of it took place outside the city. Anyway. Question two asks us for someone with a box named after him. A Skinner. Yeah. I was a, a psychology major, right? Yeah, um, yeah this is, th- this is almost such a wonderful example of what I guess would be more or less operant conditioning itself because <laughs> this name, the name Skinner popped into my head immediately and lodged itself confidently in place and was not going to brook any other, you know, psychologist names. Um, you know, with the, the Skinner box is a very, um, famous psychological experimental tool. So, um, yeah, I, I put down Skinner right away. Same here, uh, except that I don't actually know anything about psychology, mm. but I've heard of a Skinner box. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know what it is. I feel like it's something bad. But, <laughs> like I just, it I just sounds have that, bad, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I, I kind of have that that feeling that it's like the 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 box in Dune you put your hand in. <laughs> um, just I, and I'm just I'm I'm, I'm happy no, not knowing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's if it's not something bad. Well, that's disappointing. And if it's something that's actually <laughs> bad or like worse than that, I don't want to know that. So I'm just 
happy knowing that the Skinner box exists. And I said Skinner. And that was the correct answer, BF Skinner. Um, yeah, I honestly, my psychology degree is far away from us enough in time that I don't remember <laughs> exactly how this thing is used. But uh, that term stuck with me, I guess. Question three asks us, uh, what peninsula features the Tagus, Ebro, and Douro rivers? Uh, the Tagus River is in Portugal, or it, it goes through Lisbon or something like that. That's one of those, like, not a common trivia, you know, bam, reflex kind of things, but for me it is. Tagus, okay. Lisbon, Portugal. Okay. Yeah, this was not that for me. I um, thought that these three river names did not sound very um, Spanish or Portuguese because I considered the Iberian Peninsula. I also considered things like the you know Scandinavian Peninsula, I guess, too, I, if that's what it's even called. Um, but I thought, no, that's, that's not quite right. These are clearly very Balkan-sounding names, and so I put down Balkan again. Fairly confidently, which is kind of the theme of my day today, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, I admit, I briefly tried to convince myself that this wasn't it for kind of the same thing. Like, Tagus doesn't at all sound Spanish or Portuguese. No. Ebro barely does, and Duoro doesn't really either. No, like, not at all. They're all, all like, mm. And of course, the Tagus is a foreign name. Mm -hmm. Like, neither Spain nor Portugal calls it that. They call it the Tejo. Ah. Um, but, yeah, I, and I, I kind of tried to talk myself out of this. I was like, am I sure that Tagus means Portugal? Because I don't know anything about the Tagus River other than it means Portugal. And I don't know anything about Portugal other than it has the <laughs> Tagus River in it and Lisbon. And well, I know, like, three other things about Portugal. but the, and, and none of them are really firm. So, but I, I just kind of went with, okay... I feel like Tagus has come up before, if not here, then some other trivia thing, and it was it was always about Lisbon or Portugal. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Iberian Peninsula on this one. Sure. And that was the correct answer. That's why you should stick with it. Yeah, always helps. Mm -hmm. Question four tells us about prefixes and suffixes and asks us for a third thing that appears in between. Uh, prefixes and suffixes in the middle of words right the you know the example being given where you need to sort of pluralize something that's a compound word so if one person is a passerby then more than one person passing by are passers-by so the s is what we're trying to um, describe or categorize here and i i don't know exactly where i learned this or heard this i you know i have a tendency to read etymology blogs and and language blogs and stuff like that and so probably something like that um but it it follows the uh pattern of you know prefix being something affixed to the beginning of the word suffix uh affixed to the end of the word and this is an infix um it's something that goes in the middle of the word uh, to, you know, to, to kind of modify it in that, that same way of just, it's the same thing, except, um, you know, the, the fix there explains how it's changed. Um, and so, yeah, I, I tried to think of other, um, 
possibilities for this one, but Infix really sounded right to me. And I, um, I thought that's a weird one for me to concoct out of thin air as well. I don't, maybe I'd call it Interfix or something like that if I was going to, to select the, um, term for it or something. So, uh, Infix, I thought, yeah, I think I've heard that. Um, it makes sense in the overall context, you know, it kind of fits the, the two syllable pattern of prefix and suffix as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so just all that together, I, I went ahead and put down infix. I don't remember when, when or how I learned this exactly, but I remember, uh, reading about it in some, uh, not quite trivia type book a long time ago and thinking, mm. oh, that is great. I gotta remember <laughs> that. Um, and it's, I, I think I remember that they specifically said it's much more common in Arabic oh, that's than in uh, most Western languages. They, okay. they have a habit of doing that. And I, I could be completely wrong, completely misremembering that. But I mm. but uh, I, I think it's that. It was that. But yeah, I've always loved them. Uh, just the other day uh, in a discussion about whether Elon Musk was the worst rich person ever. <laughs> uh you know, I pointed out that, like, at least uh, there was a sense of shame in the Gilded Age. Mm. Uh, you know, your your Vandersbilt and your Carznagy <laughs> never, uh, you know, had had limits compared to this Yahoo. So, uh, so I, I I wouldn't say that I was thinking of infixes specifically when I uh, made those constructions, but uh, I, I've loved the thing ever since <laughs> I learned what it was. So I said infix. And that was the correct answer. Uh, question five asks us to name a greenish tea-like beverage that's made of holly leaves that are roasted, powdered, and infused with water and are native to Paraguay and Brazil. So this is like that one question that we get every season that uh, probably I just missed on TikTok. <laughs> Some kind of BS drink that teenagers claim to love. Uh, I didn't know it so i was thinking okay what's something tea like that i've heard of recently matcha is that is that a thing okay boba is that a thing i feel like that's a thing but it's different because that's like got like tapioca in it i think that's the, yes that to me was like the the differentiation between boba tea and other stuff so matcha then okay do i believe that matcha is green i feel like it is sure like is that's yeah. a thing i know about it uh -huh. so yeah all right we'll go with matcha that, you know, that makes a lot of sense, um, except that matcha actually is tea leaves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it comes from Asia, not South America. But um, but that's a that's an extremely good guess, as as I feel my guess was as well. Um, I didn't know this one because this is in that realm of drinks that are kind of on the the sort of fringe or the gray area between like foods and beverages and things that are just taken as drugs or supplements. Okay. Um, and so the one of those in that gray area that I came up with, which is not something I like, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in those things. I don't look up information about them or seek out, you know, descriptions of what they are because they all just seem like they're not especially, um, I don't know, evidence-based or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I Mostly what I see them as is, again, that kind of supplement realm where they're added to 
don't know, things that are supposed to make you healthier or more energetic sure. or something like that. Um, so the name that I came up with is Gorana, which is in that area. Okay. And I thought it has a, a Latinate sounding name or, you know, kind of a um, Spanish or Portuguese sounding name. Um, I thought, could it be this thing? I, the, the guar part, especially, I thought that fits with the Latin name that's given in the question. It fits with Paraguay. It, you know, I thought surely this would be referring to some of those facts that are kind of introduced here. Um, and so I, I thought Guarana, that's a, that's a great guess. It makes a ton of sense. So that's what I'll put down. It was mate or yerba mate. Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I say, some something that I'm sure someone on someone has done rapturous song parodies on TikTok about. Well, I mean, I've heard of it many times mm -hmm. before, and I think of it as a sort of, you know, I don't know, hippie thing or new age kind of thing mm -hmm. that people would would take as as something supposedly healthful. healthful. Um, and that beyond that, I don't really know much about it other than I apparently I kind of look down my nose at it. <laughs> Question six gives us a really long explanation of uh, a kind of account that is used to hold assets by a third party as part of a transaction. That's escrow. Yeah. That's something that we certainly went through uh, when we bought our house. Um, and when I bought a house with my previous spouse and it's, yeah, if you're, I, if there was only a homeowner box on the, you know, stats page <laughs> for each person, um, then you'd know for certain whether someone probably knew this. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this is a thing where, you know, if you're, like it says, money for property taxes and homeowner's insurance, it could hardly be more explicit about what an ex escrow account in its probably most familiar form to most people. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've heard of it at all, or if you're familiar with what it is at all, it's probably through getting your mortgage for your house. Um, and so this was, this was probably the easiest one of the day for me um, that, that I was most certain of. Like even the Skinner question, I kind of was like, you know, I could be misremembering it. It's, it's the kind of thing that would pop into my head and then mm -hmm. totally be something else. Yep. Uh, this one, I was like, this is a thousand percent, definitely escrow, um, because I've, you know, we, it's, mm -hmm. it's besides being a thing that many people are familiar with, it's a weird, sticky word because yeah. there's not really any, it, it's, it's very unique. There's not, uh, I don't know how to, to describe it. It's, you're not going to confuse it for something else. It's, you know just this this oddball little um term that's used in a very specific setting that is well laid out in the question yep so i put down escrow yeah same here as mm -hmm. this as i read this i was like hmm this doesn't not remembering what this might be oh okay yeah held by third party that's escrow that's mm -hmm. just that's the context in which i remember it mm -hmm. so i'll go with escrow Yep, and that was the correct answer. And yeah, it's just there to, to set aside money for when property taxes are misestimated or something, and you mm -hmm. have to have money available to pay them, you know, so that you don't get, you know, 
people's uh, judgment upon you, I guess. Right. Um, so they let me with three on the day, and I was yeah. pretty pretty miffed about that just because I was so confident about uh, a number of the ones I got wrong. So mm. that's always disappointing. I got five. Nice. Which would be great, except I'm going up against someone that I'm like one in 12 lifetime Oof. against. Oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Oh, well. And unfortunately, they'll probably know how to defend you, too, because mm-hmm. of the food drink question. Yeah. That's that's always irksome, too. So hopefully they mess something up and you, you picked it uh, picked it out of the lineup as well. I can hope. So, I mean, I will say, you know, we've had a couple food drink questions in a row that were not your easiest possible uh, <laughs> questions to ask. I mean... Um, you know, again, you have to be kind of interested in a particular branch of food and drink to get this one. And similarly with Chot yesterday, I, mm-hmm. um, that uh, I think is, is an interesting, like, narrow vein of um, who's going to get that in a certain way. So, um, so yeah, not, not, not lighting up my life today, but um, now we have a few days break. Yep. To recharge all of our brains, uh-huh. fill them with tryptophan, and and make <laughs> us sleepy, um, without it affecting our learner league performance. Because then, right. uh, match days come back next Monday, I believe. Yep. So that's it for tu- for today. You'll want to tune in next Tuesday or this upcoming Tuesday, I should say, for more post game analysis. And remember, for all of the five days that we'll be apart, don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>